Hebrews 1.14 says about angels, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? How is it that angels guide us? How is it that they assist us? Today, the way angels help us. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing and sharing and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Angels are mysterious and I'm quite sure that there are a lot of things about angels that we don't know, but the Bible tells us that they are involved in our lives and it also gives us examples in the way that angels are involved. So today we're going to look at eight ways in which angels minister in the lives of believers. Number one, angels can strengthen us. We find this in the Old Testament in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 10. Daniel has a vision and he sees what well, is the son of man and an angel appears to him and explains that he's been on his way in response to his prayers. That will come back up in a few moments. And Daniel suddenly is zapped of energy. He doesn't have any energy. He can't stand up. He's just, everything's been drawn out of him. And the Bible tells us that the angel touched him and he stood and he trembled before him. And so the angel was able to touch him and give him strength. Also, we see this in the life of Jesus. After he is tempted by the devil in the wilderness for 40 days, Matthew 4, 11, the Bible says the devil left him and the angels came and ministered to him. He was strengthened by those angels. We also find it in Luke 22:42, when Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane and he carries all of our sorrow and all of our grief. And he goes in and he says to his disciples, I'm so sorrowful, I think I could die. And then at the end it says, and the angels came and ministered to him. I wonder if the angels have come and given us strength. And I wonder what that's like and how we, through prayer and fasting and seeking God, may be able to influence that when we're weary and we're tired, we're worn out, and we think, I just need a break or I need to take some rest. Maybe instead, we seek God and God allows his angels to touch us and to give us strength. Number two, and this is an interesting one, they watch over children. Jesus made a reference of the angels of children who are in the presence of God which tells us something about these ministering spirits that are helping, that God takes a special interest in children. Jesus took a child and set him in front of him and said, if you want to enter the kingdom of God, you've got to become like this child. Jesus said another time of new believers and of children that if anyone hurt them, it would be better for a millstone to be tied around their neck and them to be cast into the sea. This is a heart that God has for children. Number three, angels encourage us. In Acts chapter 27, we have an example of that. It's in verses 23 and 24, where Paul is discouraged. There's a lot of things happening to him. He's in the city of Corinth and he's wanting to leave. And an angel comes by and tells him that God's not done with him yet, that he's gonna do many more things and he's even gonna stand in front of kings. And so Paul is encouraged as an angel encourages him. And again, along with the strengthening that we receive, I wonder how often angels are encouraging us. I also think it's interesting how God could do everything that he does on his own, but he allows us in the church to do the work of the gospel and he allows angels to be involved in it as well. So God co-labors with us, allowing us and angels to have a part in it. So much that the Bible tells us, the fourth one, that angels rejoice when someone is saved. 
they are taking a part in people coming to Christ and they rejoice. It says in Luke chapter 15, verse 10, when someone is saved, there is joy in the presence of the angels. Fifth, we see that some entertain angels unaware. That is that angels can appear and they do in the Bible as men and we don't know who they are. That's Hebrews 13, verse 2. Now, we often think of this as perhaps angels coming into our lives to test us, and we hope that we respond properly. But maybe angels come into our lives to help us as well. I have a couple of events in my life that I wonder if the person that came to help me wasn't an angel. Just odd enough things happened to make me go, I wonder if God didn't send an angel to help me. We entertain angels unaware, and who knows how that takes place. The sixth way that angels guide us or help us is that they answer us in response to our prayers. That is, when we're praying, God sometimes answers those prayers by sending angels to carry them out. Again, God is working with the angelic host and he's working with the church on earth to do the work that God's called him to do. We see an example of this again in Daniel chapter 10, where Daniel is praying and fasting and seeking God and the angel tells him, I left on the day you started to pray, but I had a conflict in the heavens. And then when Michael came, I was able to come to you. So there was a response to his prayers. When we're serious about something, when we're seeking God, well, the Bible says, ask and you will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be done for you. The Bible says we don't have because we don't ask. And I think that we don't really understand what happens in the spiritual realm when we're seeking God and how he can send angels to assist us and how incredibly important it is for us to be asking God, to be spending our quiet times with him like Daniel was, to be seeking him, to be asking God to do things in our lives because then angels take a part in what we are doing, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. The seventh way that angels help is they help in the salvation of souls or the salvation of men. We see an example of this in Acts 8, 26, where an angel shows up and tells Philip where to go that he can meet the Ethiopian eunuch. So he was directed by the angels. That's pretty open. And Cornelius, who was a Gentile, a, a centurion who was seeking God, was told by an angel to get Peter and to wait for him to come and share with him. I don't know how overtly the angels might be working today in that kind of a fashion, but I believe that they are assisting us in the salvation of men and women's souls, which is the call of the church. That's what we're called to go out into all the world and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all the things that I have taught you. And angels assist us in that. The final example that I have in the way that angels help us is that they aid us in the time of our death. Jesus talked about this in Luke 16, 22, where he spoke of the, the poor man who died and that angels came and took him to the bosom of Abraham. The Bible says that the death of his saints are precious in his sight. To God, when someone dies and goes to be with him, it's a special moment for him. Oftentimes when we think of leaving this world, it's sad for us because of the people that we leave behind because we like life or we love life that God has given us but how important for us to understand that we are moving on to something that is better and that at that moment of death, there are not only angels that help us, but remember Stephen, when he was being stoned, the first martyr of the church, looked up into heaven and saw Jesus standing by the right hand of the Father. 
I believe that Jesus is there to greet us as well. What an interesting thing for us to think about, how God could do everything on his own, but he's chosen to raise up the church to do the work of the gospel, our feet prepared with the gospel of Christ. And then he also uses the celestial kingdom or the heavenly host to come alongside of us and help us as well. And I think that there are some spiritual battles that are taking place, demonic forces and angels battling over our lives, and we don't even know that it's happening. Sometimes people are more aware of this. They'll say something like, I think there's a spiritual battle going on. Sometimes they can go weirdly overboard, but I do think that there are angels that are assisting us. There is a battle that's going on over the souls of men and women. So we look forward to what God's going to do as the angels assist us in the work of the gospel.